0: 6.30 Chad inside sports with Reed Wilkins weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad.
1: Welcome to the most romantic show on radio. Here's what's going on in the NHL tonight. The Sharks lead the Jets 1-0. That is early in the second period. Another important game in the playoff race. If the Jets are able to win tonight... They would hop over Arizona and into the second wild card spot in the Western Conference. The Canadians and the Penguins scoreless early in the second period. The Rangers up 1-0 on Columbus with 14 minutes to go in period two and uh, also about five minutes into the second period. Hurricanes up 2-1 on the Devils. Warren Fogle, the most recent goal in that game for the Hurricanes. The Oilers will play the Hurricanes on Sunday. First, they play the Panthers tomorrow. Both games on 6:30. 30 Ched. Both will have a 12-30 face-off show, and the puck will drop at 2 o'clock. Oil Kings in action tonight. 7 o'clock face-off at Rogers Place against Regina. Busy, long weekend here for the Oil Kings. Regina tonight, Medicine Hat tomorrow at 7, then Lethbridge at 2 p.m. on Family Day Monday. So a chance to get out and enjoy the best team in the Western Hockey League. One of the best teams in Major Junior Hockey. Absolutely. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. can also tell you that Bruce Boudreaux has been fired as head coach of the Minnesota Wild. They're three points out of a playoff spot going into tonight, and this is even though they have gone 7-3-1 in their last 11 games. Bill Guerin still deciding to make a change. Assistant coach Dean Evason takes over behind the bench. Bruce Boudreaux fired by the Wild. 27-23-7 on the season. My name is Reed Wilkins. Yes, rolling into the long weekend. Thanks for starting it here. Hope we can talk to you the next couple of days as well as we bring you to Oilers broadcast over the weekend. Falling short 3-1. Last night against the Tampa Bay Lightning, Tampa Bay really brought it out of the gate. The Oilers were able to hang in there through the first period. The teams traded goals in the second, and uh, then the Oilers mucking up a zone entry on the power play, breakaway for Yanni Gord, who scored. And I thought in the third period, you know, the Oilers did a decent job. They uh, were able to generate some zone time, but just could not finish some chances and give Tampa Bay credit for defending and goaltending as well. And the Oilers fall 3-1 to the hottest team in the National Hockey League, the Lightning absolutely incredible. Since December 1st, they are now 26-6 and 2. So, here's what's going on with the Oilers. They have officially put Connor McDavid on injured reserve, retroactive to February 9th. Marcus Granlund has been called up from Bakersfield. Granlund, not doing great when he was with the Oilers earlier this season, played 31 games, had only 3 goals and 4 points, and those 3 goals came in the span of 4 games from November 19th the 24th so the Oilers without McDavid without James Neal without Joachim Nygaard and without Zach Cassian for the weekend as well now here's what's going on with Cassian he had his hearing today and uh, you've probably seen some stuff reported on this as well Bob was talking about it earlier John Shannon who joins us on every Faceoff show I uh, had this as well Cassian was uh was asked to have an in-person hearing if the nhl says we want to do this in person that's because they're leaving their option open to suspend you for six games or more Now, but but that hearing would have been on monday so cassian does a f- waves the in-person hearing does it over the phone this afternoon and uh, now we wait. We do not expect a suspension to be announced tonight. I, I would, logically, it makes sense that something would be announced before tomorrow's game. So the Oilers know exactly what they're going to have to do here with the lineup moving forward, and specifically tomorrow. But no uh, announcement expected today on Zach Cassian. I, look, he is going to get suspended. We talked about it last night on Overtime Open Line. I'm sure everybody's uh, seen the video by now. Cassian, three people were tangled up. Archibald was kind of underneath the pile that also included Eric Cernak from the Lightning and Cassian. As they're kind of splitting apart, Cassian, who's leaned a little bit onto his left side, extends his right leg and gives a kick to Cernak's chest. The NHL, rightfully so, frowns on kicking, frowns on anything to do with the skates. Some notable suspensions from the last decade or so, I guess a little bit, a little bit over a decade. Uh, a very, uh, To me, a very comparable piece of video back in 2012 was Jeff Skinner. He got two games for a kick. Uh, he was down on the ice. The player who had checked him was standing up, and Skinner... In kind of a Cassian-like fashion, it extended his leg into his, opponent's, uh, into his opponent's right leg. Cassian did it to the chest. He got two games. Chris Simon got 30 games for more of a stomp in 2007. Chris Pronger got eight games, again, for more of a stomp in 2008 at a player already down on the ice. This is uh, not, a, not a good play. It was an unnecessary, potentially dangerous play. I don't think... Uh, You know if Cassian wanted to do something really nasty he could have but that's still a dangerous play to do that in that situation and it is going to factor into this that Cassian is a repeat offender and he's gonna be suspended here for what the the second time in in basically a month so oh and we got it right here well they did announce it today I gotta make sure this is the real Twitter account Uh, it is, looks like it is seven games. More than I thought. Cassian gets seven games for the kick. You know what? I'm going to do this. We're doing it live, Kellen. We'll see if we can, is there a video here already? We can play the video straight off the player safety website if I can get it going. And we can, we're we all going to hear this together, everybody.
0: Hmm. Nope, no audio here. Okay, well, the
1: audio is not working, so we don't know why that is. All right, well, now we don't have to speculate. We can talk about your uh, reaction. 780-496-0063 to call or text Cassian gets seven games for the kick on Eric Cernak and we'll uh, get you the official audio from the NHL player safety video as soon as we. You might have we might have to tape it off another computer, Kellen, if it's not playing there. But we will get this as soon as possible. This is obviously all breaking on the fly. So uh, I gotta admit that is a little bit more than I thought he would. I, I do think the, uh, the his previous suspensions have have factored into this, and the Oilers are going to be without him for a while. So what are we looking at for games he's going to miss? He will miss the uh, next two road games against Florida and Carolina. He will miss two home games against Boston and Minnesota. And then he will miss the entire California road trip on the 23rd, 25th, and 26th against the Kings, Ducks, and Golden Knights. It is possibly at, at the end of that road trip that maybe Connor McDavid is going to return. So here's, again, looking at the Oilers' lineup, you got McDavid out, most explosive offensive player in the league. You got Nygaard out, who has been challenged to produce points, but definitely has speed and had been playing with some, some tenacity. And then you have Cassian out of action, who's another one of the Oilers' fastest players. And then, of course, Neil has been out as well. We don't know when he's going to return. So Cassian gets seven games for the, uh, the kick against eric cernak we're going to wrangle the player safety audio we'll take your reaction as well again you can call or text 780-496-0063 seven games for Cassian. it's inside sports <laughs> Just found out about five minutes ago, Zach Cassian gets a seven-game suspension. And uh, you and me are gonna hear this for the first time right now. I have I have not yet heard this video, it just came out. Here's the video from the NHL Department of Player Safety.
0: Thursday night in Tampa Bay, Oilers forward Zach Cassian delivered a kick to the chest of Lightning Defenseman Eric Chernak. As the video shows, Chernak and Cassian converge on a puck at the Lightning Point. Cassian pins Chernak on the wall as Oilers forward Josh Archibald comes towards the pair with some speed. Archibald is tripped up and falls into Chernak and Cassian, taking them all to the ice. Cassian briefly maintains his grasp on Chernak, who quickly gets back to one knee. As he does so, Cassian, who is looking directly at Chernak, draws his leg back and delivers a kick to the chest of Chernak. This is kicking it is important to note that while we acknowledge cassian's argument that he was trying to disentangle from the pile of players that in no way justifies this action nhl players regularly become entangled with opponents and teammates and regularly remove themselves from the pile safely and legally without putting themselves or their opponents at the risk of serious injury cassian acknowledges intentionally using the blade of his skate to push off from his opponent to gain space an act for which there is no justification. It is also important to acknowledge the Oilers' argument that the kick was not forceful. We have always been clear that force is an important consideration for both on ice officials and our department in assessing penalties or discipline, with more substantial penalties being handed out for more forceful or violent infractions. However, we must emphasize that using a skate blade to make intentional or reckless contact with an opponent regardless of the purpose, is entirely different from a hit that involves a player's body or stick, as there is minimal force required to dangerously cut and injure an opponent. Therefore, while we agree with Cassian's assessment that this play is not malicious, any player who intentionally and carelessly uses the blade of a skate to contact an opponent, no matter the amount of force used, engages in kicking and is putting his opponent at immediate risk of serious injury. And such plays will not be permitted. To summarize, this is kicking. This will be Cassian's fourth suspension in his 518 game NHL career. He is a repeat offender under the terms of the CBA, having most recently been suspended eight games ago. The Department of Player Safety has suspended Zach Cassian for seven games. Well, Reed, there you go. Okay, thanks, Kellen. So
1: that's straight from the NHL Department of Player Safety. Again, that video coming out in the last 10 minutes, seven games for Cassian. So, And that's the first time I heard that. So just jotting down some notes as I'm listening to that. They, they, they explained the incident and how Cassian drew his leg back and kicked. Um they uh, acknowledge Cassian's argument that he was trying to disentangle, but it doesn't justify the kicking action. Uh, they said the Oilers and Cassian arguing that the kick, the kick was not forceful. And you heard in that video, the NHL saying that they they do um, consider how forceful an action was when penalizing it or suspending it. But they also say they treat a skate differently from a hit from a body contact hit or a, a hit with a stick because a skate is more likely to cause some sort of a cut. Uh, the NHL is saying that they uh, agree with Cassian that the incident was not malicious, but basically, it, you know, it's dangerous because a skate is involved, could cause some sort of a cut. They reference Cassian being a repeat offender at the end of the video, and that all adds, all adds up to seven games for Zach Cassian. So 780 uh, 496 is how you can give us your feedback whether you want to call or text. Um, This texter says that is Bull. The guy was clearly holding both of them down for an extended time. Uh, This texter says, I thought the Lightning player was lingering a bit as he had two Oilers tied up, so Cassian pushed the Lightning player away from him to free himself with the part of his body that was closest. The intent of Cassian, to me, was to push the player away, not to kick him. The problem is with using the skate has to be strongly discouraged by the league. I think the length of the suspension uh, that the league is calling it intent to injure, which I think is wrong. Uh, no, the, the player was not cut, just somebody asking. No, the, the player was not cut, but what the NHL is saying, there's more of a risk of there being a cut because a skate was being used. Look, I thought I probably thought Cassian was going to get four. So I'm wrong. I'm not the guy giving out the suspensions. Um, it's been an interesting week for the Department of Player Safety. I, I'm sure many of you have seen the Zdeno Chara cross-check on Brendan Gallagher, for which he was not suspended, for which he received a $5,000 fine. I agree, it's pretty dangerous to use your skate. And Cassian did something that was irresponsible, silly, unnecessary, you know, potentially dangerous. Use whatever words you want. Uh, in my world... Zidane Chara also gets suspended. And maybe he doesn't get as many games as, as Cassian. And this is, I don't want to put words in any in the, 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 in your, of in your mouths because you're, you can, and I got some guys calling in for opinions. But in my world, both those plays are dangerous and unnecessary. And that's why if I'm running the league, I also suspend Chara. Because he knows what he's doing with his stick. He knows he's much bigger than Brendan Gallagher. He knows where he's bringing it up into the neck, lower face area. He knows that could potentially cause injury. And this is not to deflect from what Cassian did, but I, I still get a little bit of confused by why one incident is suspended and one isn't. That's may, maybe a you know, slight tangent from the discussion as we bring Brian onto the show. Oh, hang on, Brian. I just got to click something else here okay now we got you brian go ahead hey reed you know it's and again
2: you know i'm gonna sound like a broken record to you and everybody else but you know it it i've said it time and time again if they start calling the rule book according to the rules then you know a lot of this stuff is going to stop happening now cassian he should have known what he, I mean, I'm sure he knew what he was doing. He knows the rules. I mean, if you're playing in the NHL, you got to know the rule book. And, uh, you know, so I, I I shake my head wondering what was going through his head when that actually happened. As far as the one with Shara, I, I agree 100%. Yeah, he should have gotten uh, um, suspended too. Having said that, and I've said it time and time again, there's no consistency. And Unless they, they start doing the consistency i've called it before i'll still call it it's going to cost somebody their career
1: brian thanks for calling man good to hear from you take care all right and we got uh daryl as well daryl you got about a minute here go ahead buddy well reed you you can comment
3: on my after i say what i got to say but uh has gotta know better and he's my favorite guy in the oilers but he's gotta know better i mean that's just the wrong
1: action oh i agree I, i i agree he did something wrong absolutely
3: right so I don't know if, I don't know if it's actually warrantable suspension he got. I have to go back to my original text I sent you a couple of weeks ago. I'm more mad about the suspensions he got in the in the incident with Tuchuk. So at the end of the day, I'm just going, that' been any other player that got hit other than Cassian, there'd have been a call. So the guy called before Brian, you're right. The league's getting it wrong. Not the players. The players, absolutely. When they do something bad, they got to be punished. But the league has got to get it right. There's too many holes in the calls. So my comment. Always enjoy your show. Have a great
1: night. All right, appreciate it, Daryl. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Getting tons of texts coming in uh, as well, guys. I'm not going to be able to read every one on air, but I'll, I'll try to fire off a few. Uh, James says, "No one is discussing why four on ice officials didn't make any call." Uh. This texture says, in my eyes, the Char incident looks way more of an intent to injure than the Cassian kick. Don't get me wrong, but is Char getting a break because of who he is? Well, I hope not. 780-496-0063 is the number to both call and text, and somebody asking if I could play the uh, Brian Burke comment from Oilers Now earlier today, and I will get to that when we get back. Seven game suspension for All right, so Zach Kassian of the Edmonton Oilers has been handed a seven-game suspension for the kick last night against the Tampa Bay Lightning. It is seven games. He'll be eligible to come back February 29th against Winnipeg. This is another blow to the Oilers' lineup, already out with McDavid, Neal, and Nygaard up front. So basically uh, four forwards who had been regulars throughout the season now out of action for uh, a variety of reasons. And uh, this is a big blow to the Oilers with a couple of tough, well, I mean, all the games are tough, but they got Florida tomorrow, Carolina on uh, Sunday back home to face Boston on Wednesday. McDavid not expected to return for probably another five or six games uh, at the earliest before he's going to be back. Nygaard's basically out into March and, and Neil, we don't know. The last we heard from Ken Holland was that Neil had a setback. A lot of your reaction coming in. 780-496-0063 is the number to call and text. Uh, This fan says, Reed, I agree that Cassian should be suspended and seven games is justified based on the fact that he's a repeat offender. Uh, So many things concerning this team with injuries and now suspension. I feel like more drama may happen in the coming weeks and sadly I feel the team may begin to fall out of it. Well, like I said, with all those players out, it's not good. (laughs) It, It is not good. Now, they hung in there last night against a really good team. They uh, beat a, uh, a you know a fairly flawed team in Chicago the other night, without some significant players. But you a one off anything can happen. Over the the next, I mean now you look at the next seven games are going to be really tough. No Cassian, and likely no McDavid and no Nygaard. And like I said, we don't know what's happening with Neal. So now we're back into a situation where you got. And you guys can tell me if I'm wearing rose-colored glasses here. Maybe I am. But I think they have a legitimate NHL first line with Dreisaitl Yamamoto and Nugent Hopkins. I don't think that's an NHL second line. I think that's, that's one of the 31 best lines in the NHL. And then they're basically going to be dressing kind of maybe two fourth lines and a fifth line. Is that maybe I'm being too harsh with that assessment? uh I I mean I I thought that you could probably get away with calling Archibald, Shane, and Cassian a decent NHL third line, even though they were going to have to be the Oilers' second line. But now without Cassian, you lose some speed and and you lose at least a little bit of finish. I mean he's in double digits in goals. Gagne, Haas, and on That's a fourth line. Cave, Kara, and Patrick Russell. Uh, That's probably a line of 13th or 14th forwards, 15th forwards, probably more like a fifth line in the NHL. So it does get a lot tougher. They're going to need the goaltending, and uh, they're going to need the special teams, and they're going to need outstanding production from Dreisaitl, Nugent Hopkins, and Yamamoto, which for the most part they've been getting. But now, what, what did we see last year? The Oilers got one line, shut them down. Uh yeah. Yeah, that's right. So that's tough guys. Well, uh, we can't BS it and this is a long time for Cassian. I didn't think he'd get this many games. I thought he'd get suspended. Uh I was a little surprised when I saw 7. He can, uh somebody asking if he can appeal, he can. I haven't seen anything about an appeal at the moment. And uh probably like a lot of you I am uh keeping an eye on anything on twitter or that the Oilers might announce but he he could appeal it and i mean probably best case scenario he might get a game shaved off if he successfully appealed you heard in that video and we'll play some uh, snippets from it again the nhl in that video the player safety department said they acknowledged the oilers argument that the kick was not that forceful and that they do consider how forceful a violation was when they assess the penalty or a suspension, but they did say a skate is a different category than a body check or a hit because of the potential to cut somebody. And look, that was a dangerous play by Cassian. If he, you know, and, and they also acknowledged Cassian, they, they said in the video, they acknowledged that Cassian was not being necessarily malicious, that he wasn't trying to injure anybody, but that he shouldn't have done it. And absolutely, if, if the skate rides up or, or Chernak moves the wrong way at the wrong time, it, it could have been really really dangerous. So there we go, seven games uh, for Zach Cassian. Brian Burke, who used to be the NHL's chief disciplinarian, was on Oilers now with Bob Stoffer earlier today. Now, this was obviously before the hearing had even happened, but here's Brian Burke's take on the incident.
5: No, he's getting something. Obviously, they called an in-person hearing, but uh, so they're looking at five and up. Um, And he was just in there. And, And the difficulty, if you look at the other kicking suspensions, the difficulty is to say, well, that one was 30, that one was eight. But there was all based in large part on whether they were repeat offenders or not, which Zach is and was in very recently, which they generally don't like. They don't like to see repeat customers uh, on a short-term basis. So, he's going to get something. I, I I feel it's being exaggerated. I, I think, okay, so let's start at the very beginning. Kicking, there's no place for in our game. It's not a hockey play. It's inherently dangerous. No kicking. Right. Everyone who kicks someone should get something. No kicking. Everyone who kicks someone should get something. It's like biting. Okay, so, I didn't bite you hard. Yeah, you bit me. So you're getting something for that. We don't want biting. We don't want spitting. So he's going to get something. The issue is how dangerous was the play. And where I'm splitting with some of the people I've heard discussing this are sort of frantically saying he's got to get the rest of the season or 20 games. And or... I don't think this play was that dangerous. I don't like it. It could have been more serious if if Chernik had pushed his skates up with his hands somehow. Could have been yeah. in the face or throat. But it wasn't. And he got him right in the logo. On a protected area. A player has shoulder pads. The front part of the shoulder pads covers the chest. This player had protection where it happened. The blow wasn't that hard. It didn't even move the player's head. So to me, it was a reaction, a stupid reaction, a regrettable reaction, but a reaction not premeditated, not vicious. And I'm hoping they give him the lowest number they can give him that reflects the two things. One, no kicking, and two, no no repeat business.
1: All right, that's Brian Burke's take on it from earlier today, and there's now. Kenny, and 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 look, I realize you're not all going to agree with Brian. We're probably, you know, probably not all going to agree on anything, especially suspension numbers. But he said at the end they should give him the lowest number that they could possibly give him. Well, that probably would have been a, th- a three. Uh, they give him seven. You know, the more I thought about it, I thought he would probably get four. The fact that they wanted to do it in person, though, made me wonder uh, could they be considering six. Well, they give him seven. I thought Burke's explanation was good. And and I know, you know, it's interesting to see in the text line, there's everything from that he shouldn't, you know, he shouldn't be penalized that much. He's just trying to get out of there to that that's horrible. But Burke explained it's not going to be 15 or 20 games. I mean, that's, to me, that would have been excessive. Uh, this texter says if... Uh, if uh, Zach Cassing got seven games, Chara should have gotten at least five. Eskfan Fan, and Clayton, I'm getting to you on the phone line right away. Eskfan Fan Glennie says, hey, Reed, this is why people are turning their backs on the NHL. The instigator rule has to go with it. Gone. Cassing would not have been suspended at all the first time. If I was the guy tying up two Oilers by laying on them why would I move Cassian was shoving the guy off him not kicking him Chair, on the other hand should have gotten 10 games for the cross check to the throat the NHL has to start getting things right well look I Cassian kicked him I, I I don't personally I can't define that action any other way he extended his leg that has a foot attached to it and the foot's in a skate and that you know with some degree of force, not excessive force, but with some degree of force, hit the Tampa Bay player in the chest. I struggle not to define that as a kick. But I also, but as S. Glenny pointed out, I also struggle to understand why Chara wasn't suspended. Clayton, nice to hear from you. Hope your weekend's off to a good start. Thanks for calling. Hi. Yeah, no, I just, uh,
4: I'm, I'm listening here, and I hear a lot of people, fr- of course, frustrated with, what Cassian is getting here and whatnot, and 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 the problem is, is let's not concentrate on on that incident right now. Like, what what I think everybody should uh, maybe think a little bit more about is is before even this happened here last night, is some of the inconsistencies that were happening in in you know the games before this in the last month, coming up to this point. You know, like there's not even any repercussions for for some of these players that that are doing things that uh, are certainly just as vicious or just as dangerous. And I mean, uh, not to sound like, <laughs> of course, I'm an Oilers fan, so I'm going to bring it up, but you have a, a guy like Kachuk running around the zone. Targeting Cassian's head on dangerous plays that that aren't even considered a two-minute penalty for some reason, and we're supposed to be protecting uh, people's heads in the NHL now, and and I just don't I don't get it. I really don't get it. You know, uh, I'm not defending anything Cassian did because I thought five games, sure. So so I'm not surprised anywhere. You know what he got, but. You know, like uh, I just don't get what all the other stuff that's going on. That's all.
1: All right, yeah, Clayton. I appreciate it. Thanks for calling. Talk to you again. Yep. That is Clayton seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three as uh, Zach Cassian gets a seven-game suspension. This portion of Inside Sports presented by Furnace Family. Experience the Furnace Family difference. Your furnace replacement specialist with over 500 five-star Google reviews. Call 7804-FAMILY or visit FurnaceFamily.com. We will uh, keep going with this until at least the top of the hour. 780-496-0063. Happy to hear from you. Seven games for Cassie, and he won't be back until the 29th of February. A well, you know what? He's not with the Edmonton Eskimos anymore, is he? <laughs> we yeah, we, we got to guess that one. Don, Don Unamba has left. It, Caught with our pants sad. down, Kellen. Whoops. Well, on Valentine's Day, maybe that's not so bad. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in tonight, Vic. I know you're on hold. I'm going to ask you to wait a minute, twenty seconds. For people who missed it, I want to play. I'm not going to play the whole video again, but here is the uh, meat and potatoes, meat and potatoes of the Cassian suspension video put
0: out by the NHL. He's been suspended seven games. It is important to note that while we acknowledge Cassian's argument that he was trying to disentangle from the pile of players, that in no way justifies this action. NHL players regularly become entangled with opponents and teammates and regularly remove themselves from the pile safely and legally without putting themselves or their opponents at the risk of serious injury. Cassian acknowledges intentionally using the blade of his skate to push off from his opponent to gain space an act for which there is no justification. It is also important to acknowledge the Oilers' argument that the kick was not forceful. We have always been clear that force is an important consideration for both on-ice officials and our department in assessing penalties or discipline, with more substantial penalties being handed out for more forceful or violent infractions. However, we must emphasize that using a skate blade to make intentional or reckless contact with an opponent regardless of the purpose is entirely different from a hit that involves a player's body or stick as there is minimal force required to dangerously cut and injure an opponent. Therefore, while we agree with Cassian's assessment that this play is not malicious, any player who intentionally and carelessly uses the blade of a skate to contact an opponent, no matter the amount of force used, engages in kicking and is putting his opponent at immediate risk of serious injury and such plays will not be permitted.
1: All right, so some acknowledgement there of what Cassian and the Oilers were arguing, but the NHL lapsed Cassian with a seven-game suspension. We have Vic, 7804960063. Go ahead, Vic. Hey, Reed. how's it going? Good. I'll try to make this brief. Just quickly want
3: to say that I... Don't uh, defend Cassian at all in this situation. I agree that, you know, uh, kicking with a skate definitely is a risky thing. Having a suspension for this amount is not necessarily unreasonable. It's a little bit more than what I thought it was going to be. But I don't defend it. I think it's reasonable. problem I have is with the consistency with the Department of Player Safety. In this situation, they're actually assessing the risk of a skate going towards another player. But they never assess the risk with any other sort of hit. With any other sort of hit that they penalize, they're looking at the extent of injury. So there's a clear and consistency here. Anytime someone cross checks someone to the head or to the neck or whatever they are, they're looking at the extent of injury, well, really, they should be doing their job, which should be to prevent these hits from happening in the first place. So if they want to actually mitigate the risk of dangerous hits, they should be penalizing the intent of the hit or the type of hit, not the extent of the injury. So that's the, the, the big point that I want
1: to make. Yeah, Vic, I'll leave you on the line here for a second. I, I think you make a good point. And Rob and I discussed that a little bit last night. And... and I, I think 99.9% of Oiler's fans are being pretty reasonable that there sh- should have been a suspension. the number of games is, is, is up for debate, I suppose, but obviously he did something wrong that he shouldn't have done. but yeah b- bigger picture and I said this to you know Rob and I were talking last night and, and you know Rob and I said if, if, if Rob and I are in different teams and I swing my stick at Rob's head and miss, I will get a less of a suspension than if I swing my stick at Rob's head and hit him, even though I'm trying to hit him in the head, right? So, it, you, you, I understand what you're saying. They're assessing, they're, they're suspending Cassian because of the risk of what he did, but with other hits, they say... Well, it was pretty bad, but the guy didn't get hurt, so he'll get less and, of suspension.
3: And that's a that's a clear discrepancy, and he should not be doing that. It should be always consistent. Should always be the risk of the hit or whatever action that was taken. If it was completely careless, it should be suspended as such, whether it's intentional or unintentional. No, And s- they don't they don't do that.
1: Do you think a player's suspension history should be factored into any future suspensions?
3: I don't think that that's un- that's um, uh, something that is unreasonable. I think it's if someone has a clear history of making dangerous hits, then I think a message needs to be sent to them that this behaviour needs to be, you know, taken care of, and hopefully after multiple suspensions they'll get the message. So I don't think it's unreasonable if they've had a suspension history. Now, I understand what people said, you know, Get rid of the instigator rule, and you know, Cassie maybe wouldn't have been suspended this first time. But you know, I have no problem with taking suspension history
1: into account. Vic, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Have a great weekend. Thanks. Thank you. That is Vic seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. So it's seven games for Cassie. A lot of a lot of uh, good feedback tonight. So thanks to everybody who's calling, and uh, and texting. And 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 again, this is. A pretty important player to the Oilers lineup out of the lineup for the next seven games where the Oilers will not have Nygaard for that time may not have Neal and probably won't have McDavid for all of those games so that's really weakens the lineup and I I, I got the sense from looking at a lot on, on Twitter last night and social media I got the sense that a lot of fans and media and other markets see zach cassian as kind of a snapshot, as kind of a goon and he's to me he's not that player anymore he's he's turned some things around here with the oilers both on and off the ice and yes he's a rugged player he's an aggressive player but he doesn't do doesn't take as many silly penalties as he used to he doesn't need to fight all the time but something like this, he's going to have to get out of his game. And, you know, the Kachuk thing was a spirited game, Battle of Alberta, and, uh, you know, a lot of the feedback there around hockey was, you know what, he did it, he handled it. It was it was wrong in terms of the rules of hockey, but it was right in terms of policing a, a, pest, a pesty player on the other team. So two games. This, in the heat of that moment, I, I mean, you have to know that you don't kick your skate out of the guy. I didn't think he'd get seven games. Again, I thought he'd probably get four, say. Um, but when you're doing something like that, you know you risk taking yourself out of the lineup. And Zach Cassian is now, I mean, what, he's the Oilers, if you look at the goal scoring, he's the Oilers, what, f- fourth or fifth, well, maybe fifth or sixth best chance to score a goal. I mean, after the big three and Yamamoto, I mean Neal's slowed down and Neal's hurt and he's he's one of the fastest players. So that's 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 what's unfortunate. He's 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 become an important part of the Oilers lineup and the Oilers don't have him. All right. 7804960063 you can get more on the uh, Cassian suspension on 630 chudcom We will continue to touch on it tonight. We will have Kwaku Boteng from the Edmonton Eskimos in studio. That'll be a lot of fun to talk to him. We'll let you know how the Oil Kings are doing against Regina. And Tom Higgins is back in town joining the U of A Golden Bears. He's in the next half hour here on Inside Sports.